Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Jay here for Stratford Paddock. This Hi, Jay. Is... Hi, mate. Okay, that, was... that might be the record that you butted in after about 0.5 seconds. Uh, this is the huge debate. That is Stephen Housen. That is Adam McCola. And today, right. we're looking at how United's transfers have affected us this season. Whether that's the signings we've made, the signings we should have made, or the signings we haven't made. Which is kind of the signings we should have made. Let's have a look at what we could have won. Come and have a look at what you could have won. Um, we know we've bought in some players. We know there was players back. we were linked with that we didn't get. And so the, and the Premier League. You may have, you may have heard one. Was it Jason Sanchez or something? I'm not really sure. So Jason Singh. Jason Singh plays down the road from me. <laughs> exactly. But um, British Asians are hard back, so you know. Jason Are we really going down this road? <laughs> is this what we're going to make this about? That might be a separate debate. Um, let's try and focus just for now yeah, on the uh, United Transfers. Debate? Are you going to get someone to sit on the other side of that? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> the BBC would. Yeah. There's always, in the interest of racism, impartiality. Is it wrong? Well, All right. It is, is a racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what we're talking about again? Transfers. I was going to start with you, but you're drinking, so I'll start with you. Right. Um, United's transfers. We'll start with the players we got in. Do you rate them? Um, you can't really say yet. <laughs> you haven't seen enough of them. Right, that's a good point. Um, ultimately, this echoes very much Jose's last summer, when Jose flipped tables, called people, see you next Tuesdays. Um, wasn't right, so. happy. Um, proper sorry's ass over lack of transfer activity for various reasons and some of it valid some of it maybe not so much but what he got was third choice goalkeeper Lee Grant he got um, a backup midfielder who's actually proven his worth a little bit this season past the Fred uh, but he wasn't a first choice at the time and arguably hasn't really been first choice in much of his time at United uh, and he got uh, a 19 year old Willie or won't he uh, fullback who was not for first choice yeah we'll go long. He said 19-year-old Willie in that. Um, and the the summer that we've just had, you've got currently, whether or not you think this is the case, but currently he is a second-choice midfielder in Van der Beek. Yep. Now, I, you, know, you might grow into something, but currently he ain't the first-choice midfielder. 
He's had Tellers, who we've not seen, who I think probably is going to be a first-choice player. And then a backup striker. Yeah, we've also got Palistri and Diallo. Have we, though? I, I, I know I, he's not here yet, but we've got them. We have got Palistri. He is a real thing. Yeah. Gary Palistri is actually there. Um, yeah. Whether he'll play or not, I'm not too sure. Still wearing tights in training. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Mate, you I come from Uruguay. I don't know, though. To Carrington. Yeah. What I would say, though, is I agree with Steve, but half. Like, I don't think it's comparable to Jose's last summer in that in the signings we made, because I think the summer is actually better than that one. Yeah. Like, Tellez is a better signing than Diogo. Deloitte, that improves the first 11. Cavani is a better signing than Lee Grant. And Van der Beek's a better signing than Fred or as good a signing than Fred if you if you want. So I think it is better and it improves the squad a lot more than that summer did. But I still think they've done him over in the sense that that squad Jose had, we never actually let loads of players leave. Like, Ali actually has let a fair few players leave over the over last, last few summers. But also yeah. the previous summer too, that uh, Jose brought in Mkhitaryan, Bayi, Paul Pogba, remember him, mm. uh, and Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Ali's never had a summer like that. Yeah, I agree with that and as well. Sanchez as well. No, but I'm January. just saying, like, in like, I wouldn't directly compare it to because I think the signings are a bit better here, and I think that's what the frustrating thing is. And I'm glad you said, "What do you think about the signings we've made first, rather than the signings we didn't make?" Yeah, because I think it'd be disrespectful. Signings we didn't make were great. Yeah, yeah I think <laughs> it'd be disrespectful to really, overlook really Edinson well. Cavani <laughs> as a signing. If we bring him in in June when PSG still want him to play in their final against Bayern Munich, and I think if you bring him in then, there's a whole different narrative around the signing. I think because of the way we made it, it looks like a bad signing. It looks like a panic signing. It probably is. But that doesn't change the fact that it improved your squad. It gives you a number nine that can can keep Anthony Martial on his toes, give you give him competition for his spot. And also someone that can come off the bench. I love Adiani Garlo, but I'd rather see Edinson Cavani coming off. Yeah. And, and I'm sure... Isn't that dude a missing as well, by the way? A gallo. Yeah. I mean, it, it just baffled me why we extended it till January being brutal. I get it. I get it. Because it's, you know, it's he's happy to be there and you get that back up in case shit happens. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's an insurance policy that is to me. But like with Cavani improves the squad and at times I think in certain games you could improve your first eleven depending on how you want to play. Uh Van der Beek, we've all been crying out for this depth in the squad, and he's someone that provides us that in two positions maybe in the eight and the ten position I'm maybe six. a six if he can get more minutes there in the Premier League I'd like to see him there more um, so I think his quality and Alex Tellers like I've seen one game of him and I already know he's got something that we need in that in that delivery yeah, into the 100%. box I know Luke Shaw's got a couple of assists in recent weeks but you know a broken clock's right twice or something like that twice it? a day yeah well, that's the yeah. one um, he's right twice a week and he got two assists which was great but we need competition there and he's out now for six weeks, which is a trait in him. So I do think the signings that we've made have been good and have improved the squad. If they come in six weeks earlier, I genuinely think we go bouncing into the season a little bit differently. Um, as for Ahmad, Traore and, and Facundo Palistri, genuinely, I can't, yeah, I I can't mean, say that's a bad sign. I, I, I can't mean, say that's a good signing because I genuinely we'll, we'll, don't know. We'll get to the players we didn't sign in a minute. I just want to talk briefly about Van der Beek. You mentioned him there. There's been people crying out for him to start, especially after he's just recently had a 
goal scoring game for Holland. He hasn't second had, in a row. Second in a row. Mm. He hasn't had many chances so far. He's had a few, especially when you look at the form of other midfielders as well. Are you surprised that we haven't used more of him? Does that worry you at all? Because some people are already losing their minds, going, "Why is he not playing? Or why did we buy him? Oli didn't want him, and all this nonsense." I think Oli's learned a lesson and maybe being a touch over cautious with bringing. Um, I mean, he got panned for bringing Pogba back too fast. So now he's not bringing players back in too fast. He's getting panned. Um, it's a damned if you do, damned if you don't sort of scenario. Some players, um, like when Bruno was signed, he was ready to go rock and roll. Boom, played mm. every minute of every game. Um, like Max said um, in our last video, Danny van der Beek's not really played since March. So to fling him in at Premier League intensity. And there was, there was the one game he started, I think he died about 55 minutes in. And he just, like, he was... was it I can't, I can't, can't remember which yeah. one it was, but there was... I remember going... Ah, this is why he's not started. He ain't fit. So giving him 20 minutes, 25 minutes, and maybe he should have had a bit more of that. Mm. Yo, and I don't know how many games he's playing behind closed doors because you know United play two, usually, when it's not two games a week, but United play one or two training games a week, full 90 minutes with referees and linesmen and all sorts. You know that, don't you? Yeah, and that what so, did for Sanchez when it was like he played behind closed doors yeah. and was dreadful against like Bolton's referees yeah. or something. So like, United do that all the time. There's, You'll see like, yeah, Morecambe and randoms yeah, just yeah, turning yeah. up at the, at the training ground uh, to go and play full 90 minutes on like a Tuesday at 11 o'clock. That happens all the time. So he's probably playing him in them and Ollie's probably going, he's dead after an hour. So he's probably getting a lot of his minutes that he needs to get in those games. And I do expect that he'll play a lot more as the season develops and as his fitness improves. Um, and I think it's going to be a long season, undoubtedly. I mean, I was, I've been trying to get um, some info on this because there's a lot of different schools of thought um, when it comes to preparing players for the season. Uh, Jose Mourinho had a different tactic to Sir Alex Ferguson. Sir Alex Ferguson wanted him to be just fit enough to start the season and then they would constantly work on fitness till around about January or so. And it was no coincidence United looked fresher uh, and fitter and always finished the season strong. Fergus wanted to be a, a point or two off the top for Christmas and I'll see you in the new year later. Jose, when he first came to England, wanted it to all be about... I want these players absolutely hammering down on the door. And if you look at the start he made with Chelsea, them two seasons where they smashed the league, that was because they went and went bosh and built up this unstoppable lead. And then they found it a little bit easier. And I wonder, is there a blend that you could do? Can the new signings be smashed a little bit in pre-season and be ready earlier? And then some of the players that took it further in the season, that played the minutes at the end of the season, can we maybe take it easy with them and, and, and scope them in? And I, I want, I'd love to speak to someone at the club to see is there tapered training programs depending on where they are as a player or is it almost like your know, military, we're all running together, this is what we're doing, you've all got to go you know, at the same sort of tempo. It'd be interesting to see what they're doing in terms of you know programming for the different players and, and are they trying to manage the different players and is that uh, playing a part in team selection at the same time? Because I think it'd be really interesting to find out. We seem to have gotten over that problem we had with so many players getting injured in training anyway because there was a time especially under Van Aal when everyone was Phil Jones hasn't been training I'm, I'm really worried and about Smalling's that. not here exactly um, we've, we've spoken about the players if we Phil Jones ain't training what is he doing I don't know do Picking we need to worry about shit. Phil Jones he's staying out of the way just leave him alone um, we, we, we know the players we did get we were linked with Erling Haaland more or less last January, I think more of that was. We're um, linked with Dortmund. We're linked with Dortmund, yeah. <laughs> we're linked with Dortmund. We're linked with your mate, Jack Grealish. Players, we're linked with Party. We're linked with Upper Meccano, other players as well. We didn't really get our first choices, it seems. Whose fault is that, Macca? Is that the board? Does Ole have to take some responsibility? No. Who are you blaming for that? I think it'd be, you'd be have to be an idiot to blame Ole Gunnar Solskjaer for the transfer signings we did make. people that will. Um, because I think it, 
you're being stupid. Um, that would mean you blame Jose for Fred Delow. Yeah, I know. And, yeah. And but I you see it though, you see the, the, the sort of the argument I've seen on social media, and social media is never wrong, is that some people say, well, all they can't attract the top players. Lampard can't attract the top players. The money bird does it. I mean, you know, David Moyes brought in one matter. You think one matter <laughs> wants to play for David Moyes? As no a player, he wants to play for Manchester for a United. Club in the modern era, especially when they sign a five year deal thinking that the guy that's signing it and on this picture of me now is going to be here at the end of that because they never they probably sign A lot of players probably sign thinking, you'll be gone soon. I won't. <laughs> like, I think the club I, signs I, more players yeah, than any manager. There will be some managers, though, that would put players off. I've heard this, that yeah, certain players like, don't want to play for a manager. Well, didn't Ibrahimovic not want to play for Van Gaal? There, yeah. was, one, there was one that a certain, Pep, a certain Scottish footballer told me, ex-footballer told me that a player that we wanted said he didn't want to play for Van Gaal. And then when we re-approached him, he said he didn't want to play for Jose either. Which player? I'm I know who sure. you're on I, about, but uh, which yeah. player was it? I'm not sure who he was. I think it might have been a striker that ended up going to Arsenal. Well, Sounds yeah. like... Yeah. Uh, all right. It might have been, but I'm not sure on that. But that's what my point is. Some players, fucking bullet with that anyway. point, some players don't want to play for certain managers. So would you say that is a factor in this or do you think that's nonsense? It's just a money factor. I think obviously you'd be daft to think players, some players don't think, actually, I'm not going to go there. But my general point being, Manchester United will attract players. Yeah. Like it's not always down to the manager to do that. And then even if a manager wants a player, it's down to the board to be able to go and get it. Matt Judge, Ed Woodward, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer isn't delivering the bids and making mm. the negotiations and doing all this. So you can't blame Ole Gunnar Solskjaer for the players that do come through the door. The summer was a failure in that we didn't capitalise on the momentum we built up last season. We didn't take that into this season and we didn't get the players that we needed. Everyone knew three or four signings this summer that improve your first 11 means your bench improves as a yeah. knock-on effect because those players drop down. And we never went out and did that. You look over. We the arguably didn't improve the first eleven. I think that's Alex Tellez possibly it, does. And but he's played. Yeah, but game. you're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Maybe we, Tellez we because it. that for Donny Van der Beek. For me, I know Pogba's out of form at the moment. He's not better than Pogba or Bruno. I agree. You know, um, you know, Cavani in his prime is probably starting every single week. But yeah. 33 years old, he's not. Yeah. Um, so I get what you're saying, but nevertheless. You know, the signing was, a, the, the summer was a failure. And that was down to the board. And that's why, how much of an effect did that have on? I've, I've joked before every about players coming in and saying, player. what's Phil Jones still doing here? Like, it's, but it's true. It's like, what the fuck? Imagine, you know, we do it with <laughs> Cam. Be like, we do it with Cam. We come in and think, what the fuck's he still doing here? Do you know what I mean? There must be players like Tellers come in and go, who's he? <laughs> I, obviously, you, does he you play look, for us? You look at that though, and you, you know, experience you mentioned in, keen in it. <laughs> you're mentioning some of the players, we, like we mentioned the players we didn't get, the players we brought in. What about the players we, we've got rid of? Like, you know, we loaned out or sold the likes of Delo, the likes of Pereira. Romero's not gone, which is a bit of a weird one because everyone thought it would. Yeah, Phil Jones has gone. I think that was down to injuries. Do you think, in terms of our turnover and getting rid of the players that we need to get rid of and getting the players in we have, is that been good? His wife was happy when she he was sat on the bench last year, but this year. Romero, well, they yeah. made the decision that they wanted to go and wanted to go, and he, and to be fair, she's got a point. He said, "Yo, you've asked us to sit on the bench and we've done it. Now we want to go. Let us do it." But you're not going to go for free. Why? We got him for free. 
fuck it. It's, I think there was an market, issue, wasn't there? Like Everton wanted him and the Mablers question marks about is that going to improve them? Yeah. Maybe. That's yeah, well. uh, yeah it over T-Rex You can have arms. a scenario. Jesus. You imagine that yeah. game wouldn't have gone down the no, same. No, this is what I'm saying. There's a scenario where United finished fifth and Everton finished fourth and Romero helps them. Do you know what I mean? Which should have been a disaster. Um, if you could sign one player in January, looking ahead already, because this is what mm. we do with transfers. I know the summer's not that long ago. But if you look into January, you've got one player. Matt George rings you and he says, Maka. I'll tell him, fuck off. After you've told him to fuck off and hung up, he rings your bank and says, please, just tell me out, mate. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Don't be like that. Um, Who are we buying? Being a save on footy manager. Yeah. <laughs> Who should we buy, bro? I'd probably... What we need... <sighs> See, this could change because if Axel has a good few months, Axel, and you know, like you're looking at it and you think, is it 100? percent Then I'd probably be different about this. The reason I wouldn't say Jack Grealish or Jaden Sancho at this point is because I think those are summer signings if they even happen anymore. Um, I'd go in early for Dale McCarno because you can still play players twice in the Champions League, in it. I you think so. In a rule he's he's got his buyout clause kicks in, doesn't it, in the summer? I think, but you can still get him. He's not ungettable. If if someone's buyout clause is forty five million, yeah, why not in January? Go, he's fifty five million. Just, yeah. I know we won't do it, but are you asking what I would do? Well, we bought Tellers. Sounds a bit like ambition. <laughs> yeah, like, and a bit of a bit of a strategy. We did it with Tellers, didn't we? We bought him rather than waiting for his contracts run out because we wanted. Well, him. We, we waited until. <laughs> two days before the window <laughs> shot and poor old panicked. <laughs> Played a bit of Brinkman shit there. <laughs> like, do you know what? You'd love Go to play then. poker with United. Yeah. It'd be, a, it'd be such an easy it. game, would it? Mate, I wouldn't trust and United I'm playing snap. At poker. Um, Go on, if you could bring in anyone in January, who would you bring in? Salniguez. Oh, here we go. What? Why? Even though, I've heard, even though I've heard this about 812 times. Because at the moment, uh, Matic is kind of the glue that holds this team together and he's 109 years old. And, and the rest. And he ain't been able to play twice a week. And guess what? We're playing a lot of twice a week games. Having someone that's... Having what? someone that's... He's right. Having someone that's got that quality on the ball. Can I... Can yeah, I don't think I've ever heard that in the seven um, years I've been doing this. We are. Someone that's got quality on the ball. Basically... Sal Niguez is what Ander Herrera thought he could be. He was like turboed up Herrera in every single But Ander Herrera, we actually miss him, you know. Be, exactly. So get the better version but of I him. I mean, in terms of a holding midfielder, I think... Look, and he's not, he's not really a holding midfielder. He, he does both. Oh, but I mean, but he's a natural, someone naturally in that position who can cover, get back, do all that. I think it's... At the moment, I think Ali's going to be Fred McTominay to just protect everything. Once you get someone that's supreme like that, that can hold that position down, you don't need someone holding their hand in there. Your Pogba's and your Bruno's and your Van der Beek's or even your Fred, if you want to play them a bit more advanced, they've got so much more freedom. At the moment, we know Pogba's not in great form at the moment for club or country. Um, that could down to fitness, COVID, just poor form, whatever. But we know when he's on the edge of his own box in a two, it doesn't look great. No. Being able to get him further up the field, Sal Niguez allows you to do that. At the moment, and we're having Sol, to play two Pogba, and Bruno, no one's getting ahead of Bruno. You yeah. get me? Because Name me a better free in midfield in the world. A better midfield free than Saul, Pogba and Bruno. And then you've got McTominay, Fred and Donny that can come in. Three. And, and they're good players to come in as well. Yeah, good. You know, like as a squad, yeah. as, squad play, as players you bring in. So you get like, like Bristol in the FA Cup. No, That's your yeah, midfield I mean, free. They get a night off. Do you know what I mean? No one's and then moaning. they're better at the weekend for the, the for the Liverpool game, even. Right. I just want to ask you one, one final quick question then about January. 
Do we need to make a signing in January yeah. after the summer we've had? Oh my God, yes. Yeah. We need to make. I don't want to see us just make a signing because oh, let's make a signing. No, but, but a I want it to be part of the challenging for the we team. We should, yeah, we should be. Yeah, whether I mean, you might get Sancho. Yeah. Because like Sancho's apparently royally spat his dummy out at Dortmund, which he's he is prone to do. Got a little bit of a, a diva attitude about him. Like maybe you, maybe you box off everybody in January and bring him in. Well, you mentioned like Fergie trying to stay in the race until January and then pushing on. Look at the impact Bruno had last year. If you stay six points within the top spot, yeah. And then bring I mean, we were dead as well. We were done when Bruno came in, weren't we? Mm. Remember after that Burnley game? Burnley, you were Liverpool. It was, it was like, it was over. And Bruno gave us such an amazing run that we actually managed yeah. to finish Or third. Erling Haaland. Haaland, Sancho, who knows? I think Haaland will be one it. further so down the line. If it's them four, right, let's go completely <laughs> deluded. Fuck it. Let's go. Yeah, let's let's go think, completely right. deluded. I'm glad I asked this last question before right. we finish. Go up a Meccano, Niguez, Haaland, Sancho, and just bring me all the trophies. That's all United need. That's all United need. Just right, those four on, but the Scousers got it. They needed a goalkeeper. They needed a midfielder. They needed a defender. They got them play. They got Fabinho. They got Allison. They got Van Dijk. Look what happened. Yeah. That's that. And, and we need one more because we've just been mismatched for years. I'm not disputing the fact we need those players and we should be getting players like that and challenging. I just don't have any confidence in the. Oh board. no no, so we're not deliver, suggesting yeah. that. No no no. I just no. Think, I said yeah, let's be yeah, deluded from yeah. Well, you know, I, it's, it's never going to happen. Be deluded. But come on man, let me just let me live a little. All right, you can have that. Thank I'll you. Give you that. <laughs> That's been the guys' opinions on this debate on about. United's transfers, have they been good enough? Have we brought enough players in? Who should we bring in? Should we buy anyone in January? This is a series of three. This is the second one. The third one, we'll be looking at Ole Gunnar Solskjaer and how he's performed this season. This has been a huge debate. That's been Adam McCullough. That's been Stephen Housen. I've been Jay Motty. Don't forget to hit like, share and subscribe. Thanks for watching. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.